0: Hello, you have reached episode 11 of Riot and Frolic. On today's episode, I'll be reading Gold Digger, which I'll link to in the notes. Hi guys, welcome to Riot and Frolic, a mostly ballroom dance podcast. I'll read dance-tastic posts from my blog, complete with the volume, emphasis, unintended sidebars, and accidental life lessons you'd expect. Remember last week when I rambled on about the expectations of silver-level dancers? Now I'll finish the theme off with the ye old gold-level expectations. First of all, most dancers don't need or want to get to the gold level because it's mainly for competitive dancers in American style for smooth or rhythm, and I would say international too. There are very few people who can lead or follow gold figures because it takes so long to master silver. So as a social dancer, it's not a necessary goal. It is completely acceptable. To spend a lifetime at the silver level. As with moving up to silver, you should be doing all the silver stuff already and just adding a new layer of goldness on top. When you're learning the gold level steps, otherwise known as choreography, I have notes about that statement. If you're an American style dancer, you should be ready for some challenging syncopations and positions. Dancing apart from your partner once in a while And maybe a fancy trick or two. But mostly, I want to see why you're doing all that nonsense. If you're a competitive dancer and you want to do gold, you have to embrace your inner Miley Cyrus. Wait, no. Your inner Meryl Streep. Yes. Yes, let's go with her. Note. Do not channel your Miley Cyrus. In other words, my gold stars, you need to perform. Express. Act. A story. The gold level is where I get where I want to forget about your moves because you're doing them so well and see what you have to say figuratively. Your tango should not be happy. Your swing should not be sad. Your rumba could have an eye flutter in it. Your foxtrot could have hip motion. Take each dance you're working on and write it down. Yes, write it like on paper. One word that describes that dance to you. Check it. And then I have a picture that says cha-cha, flirty, rumba, nightclub, swing, party, bolero, make out, mambo, fiesta, waltz, pretty, tango, fierce, foxtrot, swagger, Viennese, easy. (sighs) Let's not evaluate those word choices right now. Then put on the appropriate music and get your groove on with that descriptive word in mind. It might help to practice this in your house alone. You will feel stupid the first few times. You will probably have loved ones tell you you make silly faces, especially if you have children. You may have an instructor tell you that your emoting is not actually showing up on your face. I like to call that In emoting. But keep practicing because one day the clouds will part and the angels will sing and you will make an appropriate waltz face. It will be glorious. It will be gold. Remember bronze, what and when, silver, how, gold, why. In that order, please don't show me why before you have what but that's a rant for another day. Okay, so that's the end of that blog from I'm pretty sure it's 10 years ago. I'll have to look that date up, but um most of my old blog posts, I feel like hold up pretty well, but this one I have several issues with. Um so here we go. So many thoughts. First of all, Silver is a nice level for social dancers because of the continuity style footwork, like we talked about last week, in American style waltz and foxtrot, which wasn't present in bronze, not because it's um, inherently better in bronze, but because it's just the continuation of the style. There's many social dancers that default to passing footwork for better or for worse, making silver almost necessary to be aware of if you're hitting up the local ballroom scene. I would say especially for leads, but I don't think it goes either way. Silver is helpful to know if you're a social dancer. My biggest issue with this uh, former blog post is uh, when I wrote it, gold wasn't really a level in American style. I know that sounds weird, but there wasn't many gold categories in competitions. You would do bronze, silver, and then open. And if you did gold, it was like kind of unimplied syllabus. Like, don't do a runaround, a standing spin on one foot for four measures. That was kind of it. Um, It was, I have a blog post about this too, but it was the wild west of ballroom dancing. Um, Bronze you used to be able to syncopate the crap out of and do like double turns with tons of syncopations. And I I watch my old bronze videos and they look like really high level silver, just stepwise. I mean, I was okay, but whatever. Um, So now gold is only partly choreography and you still have figures and restrictions. I can't say the word figure without thinking of a lovely Australian guy, Paul Green. Oh my gosh, I hope I'm saying the right name who did a show with Alexandra Gisher and they did basics for their show. They did a five dance show, all basics like bronze figures. And it was amazing. And he, you know, was doing the guy part of the show thing where he'd grab the mic and explain things as she was getting changed. And every time he said figures, he would say it with his brilliant Australian accent, and so I can't say the word "figures" without thinking of Paul Green saying "figures." It's great, anyways. You will have <sighs> back back to the point. You will have pre-planned a part work where you know your partner's over there, and you're over here, and you're doing a double turn, and you're doing a chasse, and you're doing a little rondé, rendez- and it's fancy. All of which have names, just by the way. But there are still names for what you're doing, generally speaking. That will go in open as well, because you always need to be doing figures. If you're not doing recognizable figures, the judges have nothing to mark you on. I will also always remember Sam Sedano rolling his eyes and going, what the... Am I supposed to mark these people on? Like kind of to himself, but it was amazing. So please give those darling judges something to mark you on. I am name dropping all over the place today. It's fun. Don't come after me, ballroom mafia. Anyways, this is where my old boss would say motion creates emotion, which I always thought was cheesy at the time, but now I get it. So while I do want to see your why, like that's my reason behind gold, it's not so much that I'm asking you to act because that's not why we get into dancing for the most part. I do want you to tell me a story and use your moves to express something and hopefully your motion creates emotion. I... For example, used to tell a story, and I'll tell you what it was. I would be sad about the Empire taking over. Come with me. But then I would gesture to the Death Star blowing up and then happily party with Ewoks and Han Solo in my waltz, of course. Like happy, happy love. Happy love. That's one of the things that people say about waltz. And your tango could be happy. My favorite, here's another name Yulia Baranovsky, who was dancing with Max and Itza at the time, had an amazing smiley tango. Maybe it was just a couple times that I saw her do it, but she would smile all the way through her tango, and it was delightful. She sold the crap out of a smiling tango. I would like to see a sad swing. I've never seen somebody do a sad swing, so there's a goal. I do suggest practicing your word. I do still like that idea of having a word in your mind for what you're trying to produce for any dance. It doesn't even matter what level you're at, although gold is helpful. I suggest practicing your word with or your desired feeling for each dance on your own. But again, I wouldn't sit in the mirror trying to get like the perfect Meryl Streep face on. But I would let your emotions create a feeling. I don't know if you guys have heard the TED talk about doing the Superman stance, like standing with your feet wide apart and putting your hands on your hips is supposed to create confidence. And it does. It's so weird. But that position of your body creates confidence. So what do your actions make you feel? Whatever they might feel. You know, it can be negative, it can be positive, but let those motions create emotion. So again, to summarize, I wouldn't especially aim to do acting as I'm dancing, but as I'm dancing, Those motions make me feel something and let that action come out through your face, through, you know, your fingertips, through every little piece of you. And hopefully if somebody that you trust is watching you, they'll say, hey, I get what you're trying to tell me there figuratively. And the other very important thing is gold has figures. Gold has restrictions. Please look at a damn syllabus and figure that out. Um, The end. <laughs> I feel like that's a good place to stop. In any case, it was great to talk to you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you picked up what I laid down, leave a review for the podcast. Come back next time. And in the meantime, go forth and practice.